Hey everyone, Charles here. And first of all, thank you for stopping by my podcast. If this show inspires you, makes you think, or gives you that courage to jump into action, please help by donating to this show. Click the link in the description and donate. Your donation helps us with production and finding great guests moving forward. Thank you and enjoy. For the ones standing guard, for the eagle-eyed, for the knights in shining armor, and for all those who support them, we are Granger, your experienced safety partner, offering supplies and solutions for every industry, committed to helping keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com slash safety, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Jump Podcast, and I hope everybody's doing great today. I have my co-host, Ryan, that's coming on, but he's bringing another special guest. I love when Ryan comes on because he brings all these interesting people to the Jump Podcast. So sit back, relax, and welcome to the Jump. You know you should be doing something different, right? Hey, I'm talking to you. Do you believe that you have the gift for greatness or have a special talent, but don't have the courage to take that next step? Always wondering how others made it look so easy? Well, welcome to Jump, the show that will bring you special guests just like you and me. How did they get the courage to jump into greatness? Doing what they love and living the good life. So get ready to jump with your host, Charles Matthews Jr. Yes, 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 that is me, Charles Matthews Jr. And I got my co-host this week, Ryan. Ryan, are you there? Yes, sir. How, how am I sounding? Yeah, you sound great, my friend. You sound great. Awesome. So, Ryan, how you been? How's your week been going on? No, it's been full of excitement, getting to talk to more entrepreneurs. Things are progressing, exciting things happening in Brampton, you know? All right. Now, if you're your first time listening to the Jump podcast, Jump is all about bringing interesting people on sh- on the show and having them tell us how they jumped into action, how they tried something different. And Ryan is working on uh, he has a hub. I call it the hub because he brings people into the fold and then he releases them into the world and they're brand new entrepreneurs. So, Ryan, tell us a little bit about your your company. Yeah, so one of the co-founders of the Afro-Caribbean Business Network. So we've been working to really sit down with entrepreneurs of African and Caribbean heritage to see where they're at with their business right now or if they're thinking of just starting a business and making that blueprint, figuring out a plan of action and then holding them accountable to the milestones that they said that they're going to hit. So now in this space, by it's at 16 Rutherford Road South, so the center of Brampton. We are using this co-working space to now really fuel the incubation piece, having a place that entrepreneurs can get a professional business address. They can now have a space to get focused and get to work or have meetings. They have boardrooms. We have actually an event space. So if you want to hold your own workshops, we're able to help you launch that. All right. Now, you always bring me a special guest. 
And then last time we had a, a gentleman that just started his business and came out and he's doing great work in farming. Another person from Jamaica came, wanted to do something different. He knew he was an entrepreneur and he just wanted to get out and start his own business and he did. So today on the show, Jump, who did you bring with you? So I am super excited to bring on the next uh, I guess guest because this past weekend we held our first ACBN grant competition. So it was for $500, a cash prize, and also other business supports like uh, spotlight video, business cards, flyers, and a free membership to ACBN. And the winner of this weekend was Shakira Rouse. So she's the owner and founder of Special Compass. And I won't go into detail about what she does because I'll let her explain it for herself. But we're so happy about Shakira and glad to be able to support her entrepreneurship journey. All right. So without further ado, Shakira, are you there? I'm there. I'm here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. Yourself? I'm great. First of all, congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm still kind of uh, taking all the excitement in myself. Okay. So tell us uh, the process. Like, well, how did you enter? Why did you enter? So the process. Um, so one of the things that I've, I guess, on my whole journey of just being an entrepreneur and starting everything I've done is I forced myself to put myself out there. Um, I think it's very hard when you're especially you have a dream and you're kind of like a little bit nervous to put yourself out there. So um, it's, it's funny because I started counting my no's a couple years ago. So every time I go out, put myself out there and I get a rejection, I always count my no's because it shows me that I'm putting myself out there. So when the opportunity mm-hmm. came for the grant, again, it was another way for me to say, OK, you know what? Let me put myself out there. We don't know what's going to happen, but I still need to try if it if I need to want to move forward and in everything I'm doing and the only way I can move forward is taking a step and putting myself out there. So essentially that was one of the reasons why I decided to apply. Um, and also I had a couple of oper- other, sorry, other opportunities going around me at the time. And obviously I could use extra uh, funding support to help me uh, take myself to the next step. So just, I guess everything kind of aligned up at the perfect time. And I said, you know what, let's go for it. All right. Now tell us what the job is. What do you do? So a couple of years ago, I started Special Compass, which is an organization dedicated to helping students with learning disabilities. Um, and I bring do workshops and I do different kind of events and working one on one with clients, um, helping them to understand essentially how to um, advocate and overcome their learning challenges, as well as more importantly, bring more education and awareness about learning disabilities to the community, because um, it's still something that's a stigma. It's still something that many people are still challenging, are still facing many challenges with um, not only in the school system, but just outside in the real world. So um, over the last couple of years, I've been doing different workshops, whether it's for parents, helping them to understand, okay, what happens after they receive the diagnosis, the steps they need to take to be proactive for their, their child's education, helping uh, teachers understand, okay, this is what you, some strategies you can incorporate into the classroom to help these students excel, um, and most importantly, helping these students understand how to just like overcome any challenges with their learning disabilities. So one of the workshops I do offer for students is geared to high school students that are making that transition to post-secondary. Um, at that level, it's a different process, and that's usually when most students with learning disabilities and even just disabilities in general kind of get lost in the 
the, the leap and may um, drop out of school. So I want to kind of help reduce that. Okay, okay. I'm just going to ask you to speak up a little bit because you're having some great points where we can barely hear you. You're, you're a soft-smoking little lady there. Okay, I don't know. Is this better? Oh, way better. There you go. Oh, okay, good. Sorry about that. <laughs> that's okay because this is a topic and the reason I want to make sure everybody hears you, this is a topic that's dear to my heart. Um, I'll tell you why. Uh, I was one of those students. So mm. when, I, when I did some research on what you did, and I was like, oh, okay, thank you. There's, there's people out there that understand what people are going through. Because when I went to school, I was in a, a challenging place for myself. And they put me in a, a class for students that were, you know, they thought had challenges here and there. And it's not that we had challenges. It's just we just learned a little differently. So Exactly. Uh, uh, you know, there's, you know, other kids l- learn from reading. Other kids are visual. Other kids are, you know, mental. They have to listen to it. They have to see it. And it's funny enough, some of those kids that they think is having trouble is actually more brilliant than the regular kids. It's just the way you teach them. So yeah. um, I, I applaud you on this on this journey. So Thank why you. did you want to do this, though? Is it is there something a backstory for yourself or is there somebody that you know that has it? Why this why this journey? Why would you take this on? So that's a really good question. So just like you, I was that kid in class as well, too. Um, I was formally diagnosed with having a learning disability when I was in grade two. But at that young age, you don't really understand what that word means. And at the time, for me, that meant that uh, when I was going to start grade four, yeah, grade four, um, I wasn't going back into French immersion. I had to switch into English. And when you're that young, all you want to all you want to do is just be like your regular kids. And I couldn't figure out why I was so different. Um, so I just kind of went through school, just accepting certain things that like I was never the strongest math student. I wasn't going to win a spelling bee anytime soon. Um, but I had certain things I liked and one of them, ironically, was still French. I picked up Spanish in high school. And when I went to university, I said, I'm going to study languages. Um, and I've always been a very ambitious person. So I knew what I what school I wanted to go to. I knew what program I wanted to do. I was on this trajectory to like, you know, do a double major in French and Spanish, get an MBA and become some kind of high whiz marketing executive international. Like I just had this like really big um, high dreams. Um, when I went to university, though, all that changed really quickly. I had a really hard time with um, not only with like my other courses, but now I was having a hard time with my French and my Spanish. And I couldn't understand why something that I excelled at all my life was suddenly kicking my butt in school. Um, and so I always thought the problem was me. I would, you know, stay on campus extra late, go to campus early, see my teachers, professors, talk to them. And just something wasn't clicking and something wasn't making sense. Um, and it was only until I was talking to a friend and I'm just kind of confiding in her because at this point I was kind of really low. And I was kind of thinking, I'm like, I don't know if I should stay in school or not. Um and we were talking and she said something about her learning disability. And I said, oh, yeah, I have one, too. And then she's like, started asking me questions. And I really just didn't have the answers to them. And she's like, girlfriend, did you know you could get help on campus? And I said, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and she and I said, honestly, I had no idea there was um, a place on campus that even offered support for students with um 
learning disabilities and other exceptionalities in that fact. Um, so she took me to the place. I made an appointment. Then I was got on the process to get all the help, the support. And then my final year, I was actually able to get that. Um, but by that time, I had put myself into like a mental exhaustion. So I just finished with my degree in Spanish. And I said I was going to go back to finish my degree in French. And when I went back to put, do my degree in French, I picked up a minor in inclusive education, which essentially I said people, it's kind of like special education in the sense that we learn to how to teach students with different needs in one classroom. Um, and just through my education, my, sorry, my school and in, um, inclusive ed, I was able to put together the pieces. I was like, wait a second. I was reading my textbooks, doing my assignments. I'm like, okay, it says that this happens in the school, but this doesn't ha- This is not what's going on. And I instantly recognized that there was a big gap of information of what's being offered to parents and importantly students. And because of this lack of information, this is why a lot of people were falling through the cracks. And that's why I had a hard time in university. And I always tell people my greatest weakness was not my learning disability. It was not knowing about it. And once I was able to understand my learning disability, I was able to really advocate for myself. I was really able to speak up and create more effective, let's say, um, study and work routines that were more holistic to the way I learn and not, you know, just repeating, regurgitating traditional methods of teaching and learning kind of stuff. Okay. Then someone's going to ask you, well, why, why give you the chance to, to jump to teach these other kids? It's like, you know, you struggled. Why would you go into something that you struggled to help other people with or other kids, other teens? I just kind of came to a point where I realized like, it doesn't make sense for me to know better and not teach someone else to do better. Because it's like, I don't, I just kind of realized, like, I don't want to, another student to have to go through my experience. And it just seems to be a waste that I've learned so much. I know better. I know how to go through this system and not share that knowledge with other people. So that's why the reasons why I kind of, I guess, made that jump. Um, And I realized that it's a big need right now. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Stop. Are you ready to maximize the impact of your podcast interviews and elevate your brand like never before? Stop wasting time on interviews that don't reach their full potential. With our cutting edge AI technology, you can transform your content into captivating marketing materials in just seconds. Don't wait for hosts to promote your work. Take control of your brand's narrative today. Click the link below and unlock the full potential of your interviews. Say hello to Proactive Marketing Mastery and watch your brand soar with Cast Magic. Now, I have to applaud you, Ryan. Where do you find these people? <laughs> Listen, like I said, they're these, these out are, there. These, these, are, the, these are great people. That end, you know, you reach and just say who wants to walk with other entrepreneurs. And that's where I really commend what Shakira is doing. Because like you said, you could go through a troubling time and then just dust your hands and be like, oh, that was difficult. I never want to be even involved with that again and kind of just live your life. Instead, she like jumped right back into the fire and said, who else is here in the fire that I can help, you know, douse them and really amplify their learning timeframes? Because when you're struggling and luckily... I wasn't separated from class. Usually I just got kicked out of class because 
the ADD and it was like go outside or go to the office. But if I, when I concentrated, when I focused, I, I really excelled. And if I had somebody that could sit down with my parents and say, listen, Ryan has this potential and here's how to help him. Usually right. teachers would sit down with my parents and say, oh, he has potential, but he just, you know, he's just wild. Yeah. So knowing the difference between a wild child and somebody that just needs a bit more direction is Mm -hmm. what Shakira is bringing to parents to really help them relieve their stress. Because I could only imagine the stress that I put my parents through. And if they had a resource to help them with how I learn, like it could have been game changing. Right. Well, listen, I, I applaud you for doing this once again, because if there were if there were more ladies like you, more gentlemen like you when I was growing up, maybe my transition would have been a little different. I, I always say it and I always give him the props. You know, I have one teacher and that's Mr. Livingston. If it wasn't for that one teacher that said, wait a minute, there's something about you. You can do better. I see it. Let's try A, B and C. If A, B, and C doesn't work, let's try X, Y, and Z. He didn't just go down the line. He said, let's try something radical because every kid has something in them. And if it wasn't right. for that mm-hmm. teacher, I don't know where I'd be right now. So I understand it. And more parents, if they're trying to get a hold of you because they're, they're, they're feeling the struggle and they know that their kid's brilliant, how can they get a hold of you? Mm-hmm. So you could reach out to me. My, de- my website is www.specialcompass.ca. Um, you could even send me an email, excel at specialcompass.ca. That's E-X-C-E-L. Um, or find me on social media as well, too. Uh, you could Instagram at Special Compass Canada or the LD Advocate. That's my personal uh, face- Instagram page as well, too. Um, but yeah, I'm out there online around so don't hesitate to reach out to me however far you are <laughs> so let me ask you a question though because i'm looking at your picture i'm looking at your logo special compass why special compass why what's why how'd you get that name for your for your business <laughs> it's a very good question it's funny because i remember even sitting down with a friend and brainstorming like over like a two-day period of names and it just kind of came together but I, I wanted to kind of learning to me is a journey and it's an adventure and when it comes to um, helping students with special needs um, or exceptionalities I should say um, is takes a team to help them so the same way people say it takes a village to raise a child it takes a team for to help a student with spe- uh, sexual needs to succeed and I realized that we try to use the traditional method so I realized that it doesn't it's a it's a special kind of adventure it's a special kind of compass it's a special kind of uh, navigation tool that's needed to help these students to succeed okay and it says here connect build grow can you break those down for me connect what do you mean by connect yeah so i want to be able to just connect and, and build so essentially be that bridge between the general education and special education and help people create more of an inclusive education and learning environment where every everyone's able to succeed um, grow and help these students understand that just how Mr. Livingston made you realize that uh, you have potential I want students to understand the same thing as well too and they not be feel limited by their learning challenges or limited by their um, by their disability in general and understand that they have the potential to grow and be whatever want to be in this world 
Okay, so I'm going to ask you your opinion, and Ryan, I want you to jump in as well, and and I want your both both opinions on this. When our children are going to school, what is hesitation or on our or on our side as parents that when we we see our child struggling that we don't go into this to the school or we don't uh, you know dive in more like do we just we wait a little long or what is it what, that why we don't dive in right away so i think it's a couple of things i think one sometimes especially um in certain communities i think people are still coming with a mindset that the school knows best the teachers know what they're doing so they're just going to go with what the teachers in the school says and this is not a disrespect to like the education system but i then parents know their child's best and i always tell them to trust that other that intuition don't be afraid to speak up um another thing is when sometimes parents are hesitant because they don't even know what to do this is such a um a stressful and overwhelming uh environment unfamiliar you just don't know how to even where to start or where to go um so that's one of the things as well too i know that sometimes when people still hear the term learning disability there's still that stigma associated with it um there's still a, so, a lot of stigma associated with when it comes to individuals with disabilities in general we hear the term but we don't really understand it we just make assumptions that you know oh this person has ADHD that means that they can't focus that they're just hyper they're all over the place um which is by far not the case right so i think a lot of it that people are hesitant about just taking action and just speaking up is because they just don't know and you don't know what you don't know okay. and that's like so scary cuz Charles both you and i are both parents and i don't know if you care as a parent but when we're sending our kids to school exactly like she said you feel like they know best so when your child is struggling you just and it's tough to say but you're like why isn't my kid not getting this you know you just try and pound it into them like oh do your homework and you get so you got to get right. frustrated and the big thing too that um parents don't have the time that is needed or i would say i don't have like the patience to sit down with my child and really be their second teacher like you want the school to be able to take care of this and when it's not happening you just you know and then you don't want to go into the schools and become the angry black dad where like oh what's going on what's wrong with my like what's wrong with the school here so you feel like stuck it's either do you go and make a big fuss or do you just ignore it and try your best at home and that's where i usually get stuck but luckily it hasn't got to that point yet where i see my child struggling but if she does start to struggle i would rather know this is kind of like a middle mediary like you don't have to go directly to the teacher and say hey what's wrong with your teaching style you can now go to another source and say hey can you see what best ways my child learns and then you can bring that to the teacher because the worst thing is to go and complain and raise your fists and get upset and you have no solutions and then the school probably has no solutions too because they're just trying to stuff everybody into the same square hole and not everybody fits and when you don't fit you just become like a like a problem like they just want to kind of shun you to the side and focus on everybody else that the system works for all right so look i'm going to take a quick commercial break but when i come back i want you guys and especially our our winner here i like to say that our winner you know it has a good ring to it <laughs> uh, for you to give us 
You like that? It's good. You should be proud of yourself. Like, you know what I mean? You're doing great work Absolutely. out there. You should be proud of yourself. Thank so you. So after we take this commercial break, after we take this commercial break, I want you to give us a hint. Maybe something that you realize that you've seen in children that maybe us as parents can look for when our kids are doing homework or certain things. And I'm going to ask you for a favor. My son, he's a brilliant child, but he doesn't like to get into the reading part. Oh, Is there okay. a trick you can tell us how to make reading fun? <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Stay tuned. Have an idea for a fabulous event, but just don't know how to get started? Call Charles Matthews from CMJ Entertainment. He will sit down with you and give you key strategies and all the steps you need to know while setting your budget on the right track. Over the years, he's helped small and big businesses reach their goals on many events throughout the city. He specializes in charity corporate and special events and if you ask him he will tell you his hands have been in a lot of the great events we have had in the city of toronto give him a call at 416-414-8964 or read some information about what he can do at cmjentertainment.com don't waste time someone else is thinking of the same idea now spend the money now to save thousands later Hey, it's okay if you're driving or too busy to take notes. Charles has your parachute packed with all the info you need to jump into success. Check out the links section for all the tools you need to land safe. Now, let's keep falling with Charles and his special guest. Yes, and he's right. I do have two great special guests. So please introduce yourselves one more time. Ryan. Yes, Ryan O'Neill Knight here, one of the co-founders of the Afro-Caribbean Business Network. And I'm going to call her my winner. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Shakira Rouse, creator and founder of Special Compass. You can't you can't get that title yet. You know, every time I say my winner, you pause. You're like, is he talking to me? Yes, I'm talking to you. You're the winner. You should be proud of yourself. Hasn't hasn't sunk in yet, has it? No, it, it hasn't. Like it's so it's funny because like saturday night when i was like lying in bed i was like wow like i won i'm like just like taking it all in like this is really (laughs) amazing i'm happy i mean it was pretty it was really tough competition because i just remember looking at everyone's um, presentations and listening to their pitch and i was thinking wow wow i'm like this is so good um but yeah (laughs) when um my name was called i was like oh wow i i won i'm taking this in it's means a lot so yeah right and i have to i have to give you a round of applause too ryan that you are doing stuff uh you know to help these entrepreneurs and their businesses because yeah she's right there was a lot of other great businesses that that entered as well but for you to you know know that your business is doing well and achieve it it's a great thing and like Shakira said, to shout out the other finalists, I've been to pitch competitions before, and usually at least half the people are not prepared. And every person that pitched, and the shout out, so Kayana Williams, she's the owner of Pushing Buttons, uh, Roxanne Brathwaite, the owner of Hollis Newton, and the other pitcher was Manzungu. I'm not even going to try the last name, and she's going to kick my butt. Uh, <laughs> she started After City Pages. But all like presentations were excellent. Business ideas were really good. And yeah, it was really tough. I remember sitting with the judges and they were going through everyone and there's nothing but good things to say about each finalist. 
Okay. So before I let you guys go real quick, I'm being selfish right now. I need these tips because <laughs> my son, he he's a brilliant kid. He's always coming home with great marks and everything, but I want him to do extra. You know, you have that kid that gets, that knows that he's doing great or, or he's doing great, but I want him to do, you know, put the extra in. Mm. How do we get, especially like reading, how do we make reading fun? You tell a kid, you know, stop watching TV, stop playing with your Game Boy and go read a book. You remember our day, Ryan? Yeah, <laughs> yeah go read the encyclopedia. <laughs> so asking, okay. So, so I'm asking you, how do we make homework and stuff fun for our kids? Hmm. Mm, this is a good question. So the first thing I would say is um, when it comes to reading is that think of a reading as like cooking. Like we have to eat but not everyone likes to cook and not everyone's like uh, a chef in the kitchen but a mm. skill that's needed so then when it comes to like your son is it be, maybe is it he's not like does he avoid reading altogether or he just doesn't like reading when things are not really interested to him then just trying to find out what kind of books or material that he's interested in sometimes it could be those comic books if that's the comic books then I mean, it's not the novel books that parents, you may have idea, but get them to read those books first. Start wherever, even it's like the instructions on how to put a Game Boy together. Just start to, at a point where it's he's interested in or they're interested, depending on for any parent out there and build from that because when it comes to learning or anything we're not going to do anything if we're not interested in it. So if he sees that, okay, well, I like Game Boys and if I want to know how to like put something together oh shoot i need to read the instructions so now i'm going to read the instructions dad what does this mean and then help him to understand break down terminology that may be new to him when it comes to homework or just learning in general um students need to realize that what they're learning how it applies to the real world so yeah you could teach a student two plus two equals four um why they need to understand their abcs and verb conjugations and their grammar and all these rules but if you don't apply these to the real world and especially to their world it's just going to go out one ear through the other so it's really important to take whatever they're learning to the classroom and bring it into the real life situation so if you have a kid that does not like fractions show but for some reason loves to cook hello fractions is part of cooking when you're following recipes say hey let's do this if they're struggling with science again baking another chemistry experiment sometimes uh, i know some girls get into doing hair that's another way of to bring incorporate chemistry and different things but it's just really important to bring what they're learning in the classroom the basic whether it's even just understanding color so if you just when you especially when you have like young kids and just like maybe you have a three-year-old and they're learning to the colors when you go shopping say hey we're gonna go shopping i need you to find me a vegetable that's orange and a fruit Mm -hmm. that's blue show me where you see these and then they'll start pointing to you right and again usually those things are what keeps kids interactive because they always want to be a part of the big people's world so if you get them engaged in the big people's world however little things you do even if it's say hey this is i'm recording a podcast this is the steps of reporting the podcast let me show you these kind of things what are the the first step i need to do when it comes to uh, recording a podcast bring them into your world get involved into their world and see what's interesting to them and just show them how what again what they're learning in um, at school how it applies to the the world and the real world in general 
All right. That that was some great advice there. It's it's more of like a scavenger hunt, more of like a game to play than actually sitting down at the table and say, okay, read me two chapters. It's really boring for a child. So if we can make it fun, you know, tell me tell me the stats on, you know, who, who on the Raptors game last night, who had 30 points, who had 20 points, how many rebounds they had, and they have to read the paper to me. It's more engaging than just reading a book. Well, I remember exactly. when I was reading was a chore, and then I could read a video game manual from front to back, no problem. And a lot of times the manuals are more difficult <laughs> reading than what was at school. But at school, I had no interest in reading anything that was given to me. Yeah, I, I listen. I told, <laughs> trust me. You asked me to put together anything i can put it together in a heartbeat i'm not even yeah. looking at instructions that's the way i was my mom said put this together i just put it together looked at the instructions look at the pieces and my brain would put it together but then yeah. she said oh do me a fever read this i was like sitting there for hours it's like <laughs> it's, it's not it's not as it's fun so i totally understand and it's funny that um our kids are like that so here's the other question then how do you realize mm-hmm that your kid might have something. You're sitting at the table, you're watching your your child do homework, and then there's something in you that's saying, that's taking kind of long, or why is he or she struggling or that, or why does he or she do that thing? Mm-hmm. So that's a good question too. So when it comes to, let's say if we're talking about whether the exceptionality is, there's always gonna be patterns. So let's say if it's a kid that may be, for my example, Um, One of the things is that I would participate and give all the correct answers in classroom. But as soon as we had to go on and do a test, it's like the same answer that I answered correctly verbally. I was making mistakes um, on the exam or on the test. Right. And sometimes Mm. it would always be like similar mistakes, like similar grammar mistakes, or it could be similar Uh, challenges when it comes to reading questions. If it's someone, let's say, that's suffering from dyslexia, they may do all the math problems, no problem. But when it comes to the word problems, then that's an issue. Or um, they may have a hard time just understanding how to break down a task. So you're always going to see like there is a pattern. And so that's one of the first things to look at. What is the pattern? What is the pattern of that show that, okay, they do really well in this area, but they're having trouble in that area. And that's the next step. Uh, I guess next hint is there's always going to be a gap. So you're going to see the pattern of something that they do well at, something that they do they need area in but there's going to be a gap and it's just going to say this doesn't make sense how are they doing really well let's say in math and science but now they're not doing so well in english and geography well then you're going to kind of figure out what's the two difference in the subjects maybe one's more uh word-based he has more language concept one's more a little bit mathematical and fact and analytics so that's going to kind of give you a hint too. okay there's something a little bit going off uh, a little bit different here um mm-hmm. and then when you take it outside of the school setting and just learning environment um usually they are there could be other signs of something else that you know they have a hard time let's say um paying attention or focusing or something that's uh, staying on task for activity or they could super hyper focus on something like their video games they could sit there and do it for hours 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 and like not move or they could Mm -hmm. have a hard time just like staying at the dinner table and finishing their meal like it's just there's going to be an inconsistency of you know of there's going to be patterns and inconsistency and something's like this doesn't make sense here how is all this going on in one person that's going to be like a flag to say (laughs) pardon me describing my son 
<laughs> I, think, I, I think she described every every child that has a Game Boy or a, a game console or anything. I think she just named everybody. Dancing at the table. Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> All right. So listen. Before I let you go, I have to I have to say one thing. When I have this platform, I have to give just due, and I have to give just due to my mom. And I have to give just due to my mom because when some of the teachers back in the day said A, B, and C, and she didn't agree with it, she didn't just allow it. You as right. parents have mm. to be advocates for your child. So if you know your child is brilliant, or if you know your child is okay, they just need a little extra help or extra work stand up for your child go into the school and talk to the teachers there's nothing wrong with talking to the teachers i remember right. my i remember my mom coming to the teachers and saying listen my child is good he just needs an extra five minutes can you give him five more minutes on the test just to look it over mm. after the test is done to make sure he's comfortable with his answers something simple like that took pressure off of me to finish fast because i know deadlines coming so uh, yes, big, yes. Big, big shouts out to my mom going out there that was an advocate for me on on studying and pushing me to another direction so to all the parents out yeah. there be the advocate at your child's school don't just say oh that's the way you do it okay mm -hmm. that's fine <laughs> um okay i was just gonna say just to add on to that as well as ryan had said before that sometimes you don't want to go into the school and be that angry black parent trust me when i tell you this like do that because people we're afraid to fulfill that stereotype but believe it or not like the white parents they're doing that and sometimes when i hear the stories of what they're demanding it's actually ludicrous but for when when what like say if i were to go into school as a parent and demand something usually what the we're not demanding anything that's out of the ordinary so i say go in there and you know speak your voice and don't be afraid to speak up for your child especially all right well thank you guys thank you. so much for coming on the jump podcast i appreciate it but before we let you go give them the address the phone number one more time so my website is www.specialcompass.ca you can email me at excel e-x-c-e-l at specialcompass.ca um phone number 647-274-6062 um, as well as I'm on social media it's at Special Compass Canada or L, the LD Advocate as well too alright thank you so much guys have a great day and thank you listeners you've been listening to the Jump Podcast thank you thank you for listening if you want to hear from you join our mailing list and as always check out our special deals links below i hope this has inspired you to look at your life and jump see you next week Hey, if you like listening to my podcast, it's all because of my new sponsor, Alitu. Alitu is a great program to help edit your podcast. Do you get frustrating with editing, putting in the sound bites, putting in commercials? Well, Alitu does it all for you. What used to take me an hour only takes me five minutes now with Alitu. It's simple. It's easy. And what they've done for me is give me a great code that I can give to you, my listeners and other podcasters. Go to Alitu, sign up for free, and add the keyword JUMP, that's J-U-M-P, in the code and get a discount from me to you. Thank you to Alitu.
At Capella University, you're in control of your education. With the game-changing FlexPath format, you can set your own deadlines and move at your own pace. The faster you move, the more you save. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus, a range of real benefits, and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hey, hope you had a great time listening to the show. If you think I did a great job, please buy me a coffee. I still got a lot of work to do. We would love to hear from you, your feedback, so please click the link and leave us a review. You can help us grow by following us on all social media platforms and sharing this link. Once again, it's time for you to jump. Success is waiting.